it doesn't take that long. It's no. not like we got to wait for the entire train to pass. <laughs> yeah, Josh, yeah, the yeah, fucking that part. The, the, <laughs> with train whistle isn't on the goddamn caboose. Uh, I actually, actually. Uh, <laughs> The caboose whistle. You know? I'm glad we're recording this. I actually this. noticed that <laughs> I, when a train goes through town, I can like feel the house shake just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm laying in my bed, and I think this is in your head. No, it's. I swear to God, it's not. Like I, I, it's happened to me like several times, and every, it, it's something that I, I've noticed for a while. And do I, you think that you are hypersensitive to seismic activity? Uh, you know what? Maybe I am. <laughs> You're making yourself a superhero over here. <laughs> I think he is. What's your uh, What's your special ability? I swear to You're God, you're a human though, like, seismograph. I swear to God, though, like every time I feel, I can tell just you like... when earthquakes are coming and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's about yeah. I can't do anything about it. I'll be watching Netflix and like you know it's loud in my room, but I'll feel like a slight shaking, and so I'll like fucking turn the music down, and I'll hear a train in the background every time. I swear mm. to God. Yeah, stop eating that pot brownie, bro. <laughs> Are you ready? No. Call it off. Yeah, 20 episodes done. Go. Last night I woke up <laughs> and I, I had uh, one of those cases where your arm is so asleep that it feels, you know, like it's somebody else's arm. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is that in my face? And it was my own hand laying. <laughs> You're trying to like swat it away. <laughs> yeah, I pushed it off of myself, flopped over dead. I uh, actually woke up this morning with the right side of my neck just completely locked up incredibly painful and the opposite side which is normally sore like just indefinitely completely fine it's it's almost like some kind of sick joke where it just like swapped sides i woke up feeling fine you guys are getting old <laughs> no my knees hurt how dare you <laughs> <laughs> look y'all we're all three of us really into folklore and myth yeah. uh, mythology yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that kind of disappoints me about American culture is that the American folklore is kind of bland, in my opinion. Anyway, there are some cool things like, I mean, com- yeah, but it's Paul Bunyan, typical. like a blue ox, quite cool or whatever. It's weird, but it's a fucking lumberjack. That's kind of yeah. lame, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, and I guess when I think of folklore for like American tales, it's more just. Uh, like what cryptozoology kind of stuff isn't that what they i guess i mean i was thinking maybe like a uh, little red riding hood what's the uh, story that's not even, uh, that's not even american I was though say, i don't know if no. that's an american folklore what's the story about the dude uh what, was it a railroad or a mine the railroad uh what is it uh john hmm. yeah oh, oh oh that one's kind of badass though that's wait, the wait, one that wait. comes but what to are we mind. talking about here johnny appleseed what are, no. no well there's another one i guess isn't yeah, that hey, american yeah but it's so once again neither not very there. cool. No, but what's <laughs> wait? What's this train one? I don't remember it very right. well. We'll look it's it up. The railroad. It was a John. I want to say Smith. That's not right, but it, John Doe. It, it was. It's like <laughs> uh, he was this really big dude, and the legend goes that he could drive a railroad spike in one oh, hammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Yeah, his name eludes me. That was actually a pretty cool. That's a good one. Cool. That's a good story. Yeah, I mean, and they are. They're. They're like. It, they are cool and maybe inspirational, I guess. Maybe that's not the right word, but yeah. they are cool in their own right. But they're yeah. just, to me, like I said, they're kind of 
Well, it's not like, you know, like... They're not exciting. They're not as fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, well, you go to, like, Ireland, Scotland, stuff like that, the, like, leprechaun folklore, the fairies, all that stuff, like, definitely a lot more interesting than, like, you know, the Beast of Bray Road and whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, And and I guess, furthermore, I don't know, it just seems, uh, when you think of ancient times, America is not really a part of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is where a lot of, like, folklore and those things really come from. We've only had so much time to actually build on that aspect of our culture. Where other cultures have thousands and thousands of years of of lore. Native American cultures in general, like, that would be, there would be the cooler folklore. That would be, in fact, table that because I want to go back to that in a future (laughs) time, at a future time. Um, but, uh, we we did a YouTube video, uh, probably it went up about a month ago. We have a second part for it. We've been trying to finish that up, but we had targeted uh, Japanese snacks. Yeah, and at, at that time, uh, we did all originally have an idea of like doing a folklore episode and having the Japanese be a little bit about that, and uh, it never really panned out. And you know, like you said, we all love folklore and things, but we also have a very strong connection to Japanese culture. For some reason, I, I, not connection, not connection, but a, a definite interest. Interest, you know. Yeah. I mean, we really like anime. We like, you know, God, not to really fucking. No, no. Let's just you know, really lay it all out on the table here. But we love, you know, manga. We really Pokemon. Uh, uh, fuck, uh, you got video games, of course. Well, like, yeah, the samurai games and stuff that we've played over the years. It, there's definitely a fascination yeah. with all that, yeah. and especially love it. The yokai. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Not to Mention Podcast. I'm Colin. I am the greatest host here, Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Josh. Yeah, the front man. Front man. Um, <laughs> how's, how's front man podcast going, by the way? Uh, it's real good, dude. JT's been uh, regularly co-hosting with me, which has been extremely exciting. Um, it's awfully nice of him. <laughs> Taking a bit of time out of his busy schedule, I'm sure. Yokai. So yokai, uh, is it kind of an umbrella term? for Extremely umbrella. Paranormal uh, or fantastic. Okay. I'm actually not familiar with the term. Creatures, ghosts. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot goblins. of goblins, ghouls, demons, ghosts. Ooh, okay. Kind of just uh, envelops, which there's a lot. There's I shouldn't say a lot. There's a few other words that people used in general, not just yokai, but. So it's not like, you know, the ring or. Uh... Or not the ring. Shoot. You talking about grudge? Yeah, grudge. Yeah. <laughs> the grudge. No. Well, I mean, she would probably it be could considered be a, a yokai. yokai. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. cool. it's, yeah. it's anything that is inexplicable, okay. kind of. Yeah, so and these are just a few handful of different yokais that are more popular, I suppose. Maybe is it yokai or yokais? What's the, the plural, plural of yokai? Okay, uh, yeah. we can pass on. We'll, we'll yeah, that, we're going to fucking notice every time now. <laughs> God damn it. But. The yokis. <clears throat> yokis. Um, so, like, one of them here, uh, this is Kappa. He's also known... I know about Kappa. I love this guy. The uh, amphibious yokai demon or imp found in traditional Japanese folklore, typically depicted as green human-like beings with webbed hands and feet and turtle-like uh, carapace on their back. Is that how you say that? Carapace. Carapace? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's actually featured in more than one video game now. I'm sure there's a lot yeah, of them, but duh. two that I've played, the obvious one being Mario. Mario, right. yeah. Uh, also, we got Tengu, who this one is. Oh, uh, yo, oh, wait. Uh, uh, 
So before we pass on beyond Kappa, uh, uh, yeah. I, it kind of, it, I guess I just like didn't even notice that you were going into the next oh, one. I'm, bar- there, I'm barrel but, rolling. I'm steaming um, along. Let's go. The, the Kappa, one of the things, it, the guy was really fun. Like you said, video games and stuff. We all are kind of, he's one of the more popular yokai. So I think a lot of people yeah. are very uh, familiar with it. But uh, one of the fun things is that he has a weird little like indent, a bowl, on, on, his bowl on his head where water uh, stays. And it that has ties into like his magical uh, power or whatever. It's like his source of magic. Oh, really? Yeah. But the really fun thing that I I loved finding out about these guys is that they have three anuses. Oh. Uh, all the better to uh, fart in public. And it's like part of their. They're kind of like a trickster, malicious oh, uh, sort okay. of that is uh, the yokai. typical. And so they like to go out in public and just <laughs> crop dust. Just crop dust And they everybody. have three anuses to in order to do that. In order that. to produce as much fart as possible. Yeah. They got that triple muffler, yeah. dude. That's like a, it's basically God power anus. God power <laughs> anus, yes, dude. I mean, that's what it is. GPA. All right. But uh, no, I mean, it is a cool concept. The more water he has up here, the more yeah. powerful he is. And, and the best way to defeat him to defeat is him. to get the water out by distracting him. Distracting by him, somehow, force him to tip his head somehow. Some way. This kid knows more about this shit than I do. I, I fucking knew that. Well, God damn. Damn. <laughs> uh, so Tengu, he's uh, another uh, popular one. He's more of uh, a, a demon type. It, from the the last one says a demon imp like, but looking at the photo, it's more of like a turtle dude. Yeah, it really doesn't yeah. seem very demon. This one, he's like red and has wings. He has and wings shit. and yeah. Um, it says considered a type of yokai. Uh, the Tengu were originally thought to take forms of birds of prey, and they traditionally depicted uh, both human and avian characteristics. Um, and so it, it, we're just we're giving off this uh, example here Bird of man. some different yokai, especially uh, <laughs> yeah. more popular yokai in particular. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Oni. Who, oh yeah, uh, is a demon ogre or troll, and typically yep. portrayed as a uh, hulking figures with one is or more Oni horns. an individual or a type? Of it's demon? a type of demon, type and of, an okay. Oni is only born when a truly evil man has died. Okay. He is born in hell of the evil man's spirit, I guess, is my is understanding. There, is there any condition like to his death for him to become an Oni? Like any, That's a good question. Or is I, it just like evil man dies, he's probably going to be an Oni? Well, yeah, and it's not even that I think he's reincarnated as an Oni. Like, it's not him any longer. It's just, like, somehow, like, that, you know, his essence, you know, spawned. Yeah. Okay. It was my understanding. I really don't know. I'm not an expert on all of this. Right, right. And so, to be completely honest, when you type in... Oh, no, we're experts. (laughs) We're experts. Especially, you can tell by the pronunciations here. Um, right. Uh, there is like a whole list of legendary creatures from Japan going through A through Z. Way too many. Way, way, yeah. way too I many. I mean, the list is just. Um, but I do have a couple really interesting. I like the uh, the the one. You might even bring it up at some point. But it's like uh, a fox with multiple tails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called right off the top of my head. But don't yeah. worry about it, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Uh, but a couple of these random, I'm not. I'm honestly not going to try to say some of these names just because it's way too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they have like a couple of these legendary creatures or other yokai. Uh, this one is a ghost in a red mantle that offers either red or blue toilet paper rolls in bathrooms and then kills whoever answers based on their choice. 
Which uh, one's the right choice? I don't know. This one. They're not going to tell us which one's the right choice. <laughs> I mean, if you know about the story, you know there's a red one and a blue one. <laughs> then you must know how the story ends. Red pill and blue pill. That's so. So give give me the answer. Which one am I supposed to um, pick? This one is uh, a spirit who licks off filth in untidy bathrooms. Yeah, I also heard one. It's something about That's a pre- terrifying. Uh, it, it's, it's all of these kind of like want to have a lesson within them. I think you know, like it, it's it almost like, like a parable. Like there's supposed <clears throat> to be something that you take from it, but it really, all it doesn't really hit the mark on a lot of them. I feel like is they're it, weird. Is it but... supposed to be like that person was uncleanly in life and now they lick bathrooms in <laughs> death, right. and then don't... you don't want to end up like him, so you better clean your yeah, clean bathroom. your room, or you're yeah. gonna lick bathrooms right. in the afterlife. <laughs> and I I heard there was a weird one where it, it was about like pregnant women going to the bathroom and they had to be uh, afraid of some demon coming out of the toilet or something like what? it was real toilet weird. demons oh, dude, you gotta watch out for those dude, i mean there shit. were some there's some strange ones so uh, i mean i've never had a, a personal <laughs> toilet demon experience but i've been aware of them ever since a little kid <laughs> i mean demon you don't want <laughs> you don't want a demon coming up through the toilet bowl. That's like the most terrifying thing that could ever happen to you. Like, right, in one of your most vulnerable yes. of positions. Yeah, like you could not be more vulnerable. You're sitting there with your pants down around your ankles on the toilet, naked. Not only are you naked, but like you can't run. Your pants are around your ankles. You've basically hogtied yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Okay. Oh, Jesus. Uh, back to a couple more popular ones, though. Uh, this one is called uh, a Yuri, which I would probably assume is more grudge-like than any of the other ones that I've already mentioned. Um, it's just basically the model of a ghost. Name consists of a uh, meaning of, like, faint or dim or soul or spirit. Uh, just a dead spirit. And so, again, like, here you have demons, ghosts. You have this, like, imp demon turtle dude. Like, very interesting characters. And then Colin, your the one that you were just asking about, uh, is Kitsune. And ah, yes. The Kitsune, I feel uh, you're probably most keen on and knowing because of, uh, and this might not be the correct association, but Nine Tails from Pokemon. That is, I think, where he got the inspiration. Yeah. Um, I've seen it in several other places since then. I actually saw a well, horror movie where they featured that as like the horror monster, which was pretty cool. Right. Cool. And uh I don't I'm not gonna go way into any of this, but this is sort of why I, I believe why it's more well known than a lot of the other Yokai. Uh there are like two different forms of the Kitsune and the first being holy foxes, they're servants of the Shinto deity Inari. And Inari is a big part of yeah. the Japanese folklore. And foxes are associated with Inari, and so therefore oh, you don't you gotta find... tell me I'm an expert. <laughs> I'm, yeah, just, I'm just kidding. You therefore see okay, a lot of like cool. foxes involved in <clears throat> Inari. Right. Didn't you say there was two? Oh, oh yeah. It, the yeah. second one are, are just wild foxes, and they're not really um, necessarily, like... They're not holy figures? Yeah, they're more of just, like, wild tricksters. Yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. would be, you know, you see a wild fox, and you assume um, that it is a kitsune. Yeah. The, the story that they tell on, uh, what is it called, Love, Death, and Robots... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's more of like a uh, seductress kind of uh, story. Fuck, I totally forgot yeah, about I did that. Too. Man, that yeah, that dude. one was really cool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm really excited for the second season of that coming yeah, out soon too. Yeah, by I the way, for that, sure, that trailer looked dope. Uh, it does say Kitsune are intelligent foxes that possess par- uh, paranormal abilities that increase as they get older and wiser. 
According to yokai folklore, all foxes have the ability to shapeshift into human form. Yeah. Yeah. And this brings us to, uh, I guess, the... The, the yokai that we wanted to focus on in particular. Right. This is like the curtain drop yeah, of... This, or, we're, we're starting the show, Colin. Yeah. Buckle in. Okay, real quick, though. Can I just <laughs> say, this was a random thought I had. Uh, I was watching a Keep video... yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here. Yeah, we don't do random thoughts. I was, I was watching, like, a nature video the other day, and there was a fox, you know, trying to... Sounds pretty neat. ...get some eggs out of a nest, and, you know... I don't remember what it was, like a crane or something like that, maybe was, you know, defending the nest. And I didn't know who to feel bad for because the fox is so damn cute and I want him to get, have an egg, you know, like... He... <laughs> But then at the same time, like, he, he's a thieving little bastard trying to kill some babies. It sounds like you went through the old Baby Yoda conundrum while he's eating the yeah. latest frog eggs. And you're like, damn, he's so damn cute, and this is funny, but, like, that's fucked up. Right. <laughs> can't eat that. That's her baby. You They're can't dying. do that, dude. Yeah. Oh, um, my God, he's so cute. God, stop. God, oh, God. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> uh, so the Kasune are uh, extremely comparable to uh, the tanuki the tanuki yeah, the they tanuki. Uh, tanuki. they both have it's in common it's uh, really some you know great power of metamorphosis they both can transform themselves not only into other people but objects and things mm -hmm. and uh, again so the tricksters yeah mm -hmm. yes of course and both uh person that seems to be a, a either they're malevolent or they're tricksters or they're holy like there's yeah. But some are more benign than others, too. Okay, like some, okay. so some there, are, 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 there is an in-between then. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Like, I mean, they all kind of, I think I mean, they the, all kind of had that. I guess the bathroom uh, liquor isn't really hurting anybody. No, not really. It's just a really weird story. Yeah. I mean, they could spread pink eye that way for sure. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> a lot um, of things that or way. Or E. coli. Oh, gross. Can we? No, I don't want to think about it anymore. Stop. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, the Tanuki... It, you know, it, I fucking, I found it and I felt instantly that it was a really good fit and that we all three would enjoy it a lot. Just to paint a picture, the Tanuki has eight traits. So he's got like a big straw hat that he wears. Well, and okay, so sorry, I do not Does mean to he, he is a raccoon dog looking mixture. That is, that was. Josh has a confused look on his face. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. Oh, was, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, okay. He, he, yeah. Does, does he wear his straw hat down over his eyes like a like a badass? No, it's yeah. he's definitely more jovial. Like he's definitely it's not. Uh, uh, okay, he's okay. not a ninja. Okay, okay. I mean, I was imagining like uh, you know, uh, dude from Mortal Kombat. No, the Tanuki looks like a raccoon, basically. Um, it, it's actually confused with raccoons. I think frequently, like in media and things, uh, they're indigenous to Japan. And it, it's not actually, I don't, what is a raccoon? Is it, a, you know, a fucking rodent or whatever it's classified as? They're not actually a related species. They're a, a species of wild dog in Japan. Okay. That just happens to look almost exactly like a fucking raccoon. Okay. So yeah, he's got a big straw hat, uh, large eyes. Uh, he always has a sake bottle in one hand and a promissory note in the other. He has the big bushy tail, of course, raccoon. Yeah. Um, and the two big distinguishing features is he has a big belly that he, I mean, tons of stories tell him drumming on his belly, uh, you know, 
in processions or parades or you know making a big raucous with uh, his belly as a drum and finally my favorite he has a oversized scrotum just an oversized huge balls. scrotum he's got big balls large balls like that's a key detail in the myth like yes. uh, every single it is myth. in every single depiction of him <laughs> you can't tell the story of this guy without mentioning that he's got balls yeah no yeah no, it, it's, it's that's it's hilarious true. okay i wanted to pull up a slideshow even to show you um particularly colin because i think ryan might have seen some of them but just to kind of like give you a feeling of what the art depicting tanuki looked like and is it like randy from south park just riding on his balls around d- town d- <laughs> like yeah, it's and a- they use them for <laughs> i mean almost everything like everything from blankets uh, to fucking uh, boats, parachutes, blankets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, parachutes. I mean, it says here. Uh, just I, I know you're you're riffing off of your notes, but yeah, I, I no, I have no notes actually. I'm just, this is all up here, buddy. It's all up in there. I'm experts. 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 Uh, so it says legendary Tanuki clearly has a lot of interesting characteristics, but with no doubt the most strange and unique, as we've established, his magical expanding scrotum. Oh, it expands. Yes. So it, it's it, like Wukong's growing staff, but it's his balls instead. <laughs> Very it's malleable. Chi- I think that's Chinese. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it? Uh, fucking who? Uh, I experts. hope I didn't fuck We're experts. Experts. Experts, yeah. <laughs> uh, it says, uh It's said that a Tanuki can stretch his ball sack to the size of eight... Tatumi? Tatami? Tatami? Tatami mats? I'm yeah. not sure what those are. I don't know. I'm, I'm imagining like a yoga, yoga mat. mat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Fucking. Uh, of course, it's more flexible than a tatami, so it's way more useful. Tanuki are depicted using their nut bags as sails for boats, fishing nets, umbrellas, swimming pools. Genius. Cloaks to smother an enemy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it gets I a even, evil right there. I even read one story where the Tanuki had a shop like he, he that he was uh i think Curating. he was disguised as a merchant okay. and his shop was made out of his balls oh nice like you're in the <laughs> shop and you're like all right dude i know you're a tanuki where's your balls <laughs> no you're in and the... he's like you're in my balls <laughs> i was picturing more like you walk in and What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, dude, damn. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, like, I'm just, yeah. now I'm my mind is running wild with all of the uses for the balls. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure he could probably make a trek through the desert. He could use his balls as, like, a giant water canteen. Actually, there was another one that I read that said they use it as a, a hobo sack over their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Carry. yeah. yeah. Right, yep. I mean, I feel like there's nothing we could think of that they haven't already thought oh, of. Sure. And you know, This is an included. ancient yokai here. They've thought of just about everything right. throughout the years yeah. of what you can do with magical scrotums. Right. And as far as I could gather, um, the kind of the origin of that whole thing, the, the ball sack thing, was that um, they used to, uh, you know, hammer out gold into gold leaf, and you can't strike uh, directly onto the gold, so you use something, and they used tanuki balls, like tanuki the animal. Right. Oh. This they is used a real the animal. ball sack, the scrotum, right. to hammer out gold leaf wow, and okay. stretch it out, and so... It, yeah. No, yeah, it was just the, the balls would stretch so thin that they could get the leaf extremely thin. So right. Oh, so and it then was, it also okay, yeah. uh, became associated with stretching your money or, uh, you know, good financial fortune, oh. which is very, you know, very much a part of very what the Tanuki is. That actually reminds me of 
that I mean that's kind of how a boron is made. You just stretch animal skin. Ball uh, sack. Uh, drum. Sorry, people. <laughs> it, it's a drum. Uh, yeah, you just you stretch animal skin until it's thin enough that it's doing what yeah, you well, want Yeah, my boron here was made with some tanuki scrotum. Tanuki scrotum Dude. Bo- boron. Oh, no, I bet you he... I bet you he probably has... I mean, that's probably in there somewhere, right? right? Yeah. Made an instrument of some oh, sort out yeah. of his balls. It does say uh, the magic power of family jewels. Uh, tes- the testicles of uh, tanuki have many different... Colloquial. Colloquial. God damn it, right? Uh, Ryan's having a hard time with this word. Colloquial. Yeah, colloquial. Uh, Names around the world like nuts in the West or eggs in Central and Eastern Europe. In Japan, they are called kintama, which means gold, gold balls, or golden jewels. Not unlike the Western expression, family jewels. Didn't take a long time for a store owner or whomever to eventually make the connection that big sacks equals big stacks. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was another nice. uh, reasoning for using the the giant balls with tanuki and, and the money and family jewels. Yeah, big yeah, stacks. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, big and big stacks. <laughs> I even have a. Can that be our new tagline? <laughs> yes, it, it absolutely should be. I even found a fun little schoolyard uh, song, I guess you might say, like a nursery rhyme. Are you going to sing it to us? <laughs> I, it, it's called the Tanuki song, oh. and it goes, Tan, tan, Tanuki's balls, even when there is no wind, they swing, swing. <laughs> yeah. Even when there and is no wind. <laughs> do your guys' balls is, swing is, in the wind? Uh, like, do your balls swing low? Not on a, on a particularly windy day, do your balls right, just kind of right. flap around? Or? Um, but yeah, can I mean, this? I'm just imagining this is out on the like playground at recess. Little yeah, kids are yeah. running around singing around about Tanuki's balls. That was fun. I thought that that was a, a good little bit. In my uh, fucking research, I read a book. It was the Japanese Folklore and Yokai, Tanuki Little Stories and Legends of Japan by Kevin Temberay. I read uh, close to 100 tales uh, exclusively about Tanuki Yokai. Nice. After I read all of these uh, and I kind of prepared a, a select few for the show, I found out that there is a centuries-old Japanese tradition, 100 tales, you uh, light a number of candles, uh, not necessarily 100, um, right. but you light a number of candles and you tell uh, yokai stories, One uh, scary stories. And as you tell the story, you you distinguish a candle. And when you get to the end and tell the last... Yeah, when you extinguish... <laughs> distinguish? Did, did I say distinguish? I think I, think you, I said extinguish. It's very distinguishable. Uh, we, 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 distinguish. we, we have it on fucking recording. I'm pretty sure I said extinguish, so we'll see, <laughs> We'll find out later, bud. Um, <laughs> we'll see, motherfucker. <laughs> Bring the fucking aggression. Um... <laughs> the candle, okay? They blow the one out, yeah, yeah. and so then when, when you extinguish, the when you distinguish the last one, um, <laughs> something strange is assured to ha- assuredly going to happen to you. Is oh. is basically the the uh, kind of? And so I really want to do this. Yeah, me now. too. No, no, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, no. What are you gonna bring a fucking Ouija board in here? I honestly, I was a little bit disappointed when I found out that I read like ninety one Tanuki stories and didn't have candles going the entire time because that would have been fucking awesome. You don't want giant bald tanukis getting up in your room, dude. Now, wait, did did 
did the Tanuki stories ever have like a scary element to them, or was it yes. just oh really? Yeah, okay. They are, is is uh, so they are generally jovial and kind of tricksters in nature, but sometimes it the gets yokai just up. in general, like everything that has to well, do with the yokai has some sort of supernatural shit going on, and they generally they were told as like kind of scary stories i guess yeah, it's kind like, of like for the, the bible most part. you know scare the hell out of you you know some being like i said earlier a little more benign like than the others old, but uh, the old like uh you know grimm's tales and stuff yeah, yeah, like that yeah, you know very like, much very tales. classic yeah. Oh, and right. I actually do have written here, they would call him the tipsy trickster. The tipsy was, trickster, you know, yeah, because of his sake bottle? Yeah, because of his sake bottle. And, and we'll get into it a little bit more here, but uh, it obviously has changed in pop culture, uh, the, the symbol of the tanuki, and I feel like a lot of the stories that you were reading are the older tales of how the tanuki was originally kind of viewed as a yokai as opposed to what people think Modern now. day yeah, yeah. tanuki, definitely. Which, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, the small pleasures of an old tanuki. In March 1815, a man arrived in Taitoku district of Tokyo to visit his lover. He stayed with her overnight, and the couple enthusiastically, quote-unquote, celebrated Ooh, nice. their long-awaited reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick hug, right? Uh, at night, they both slept a strange noise outside. Uh, while they both slept, I'm sorry. A strange noise outside. <laughs> what? <laughs> they both Don't you. <laughs> a strange noise outside woke the man. Startled, he sprang out of bed and quickly went to investigate. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Fear crept over him, but curiosity outweighed fear. He resisted the urge to run. Before too long, an old tanuki passed by the house. He squealed with pleasure while tugging vigorously on his testicles. <laughs> this was one perverted old tanuki. <laughs> the man yelled at him, waking up the entire neighborhood. The tanuki was caught red-handed and scared by the man's shouting. He ran away as fast as he could. While making a Oh, okay, so he does have shame. <laughs> <laughs> a little peeping tanuki going on yeah, here. So. Yes, yes, yes. While making a panicked escape, he dropped all of his gold coins on the ground. The all old tanuki's fortune was collected and divided amongst the neighborhood. Afterwards, everyone went back to bed happy and richer than the day uh, before. Oh, this ain't gonna end well. That's that's the end oh, of the fucking. What, what you... <laughs> <laughs> they all went back to bed well, happy and know. richer than the day before. You you said some of them got scary. I thought the tanuki I mean, was gonna come fair. back that's and get fair. his gold. No, you know? so here is actually a little tidbit, which this might be revealed in your story. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I'm ahead. But it does say that Tanuki had the ability to, um, they would change, uh, not only be able to shapeshift, but they could change objects and the space around you. So they could even get somebody lost in a district, like, you know, you're walking down the street, let's say you're coming home, and all of a, a Tanuki could make different. you feel like a mirage or somewhere else. Yeah, okay. So, right. like, they have that, like, innate ability. So... I can see where you're going with he just gave him a bunch of gold and like they, they all woke up richer. Like, what the fuck is that? Because actually he does have the ability and always does trick people, especially right. when it comes to money. Okay. Well, okay. Um, you know, I, I think that I heard somewhere that, you know, it, an experience or a uh, uh, some sort of uh, an interaction with a Tanuki is almost always going to uh, have a you know adverse outcome right you're, if he, if you he don't give, usually if he gives you a handful of gold it's going to turn to an, into a handful of leaves when yeah. he leaves you know right. if he cooks you a meal it's probably going to be you know something shitty you're eating weird shit yeah. um it didn't uh, last interruption yeah. it does say 
Um, the, the Tanuki play in Japanese mythology together with foxes and cats. They're the big three shapeshifters. And one of their favorite pastimes is to visit bars and brothels and play with old leaves magically disguised as money. Their playful reputation from stories like these definitely helped popularize the image of Tanuki with balls that double as flotation devices. Right. So <laughs> we can actually, from that, I feel like we can actually almost like imagine an alternate ending to uh, this story that I just told where they wake up in the morning and it's, and all, it's leaves. all leaves. Mm-hmm. And See, I like that ending yeah. better. <laughs> rewrite. Rewrite. That's, that's, this is what we do, guys. This is it. Content. Uh, the next one <laughs> is titled He, and that's H-I-I. It's a name, not like okay. he as in yeah, he. Um, I like it. Not far from Osaka, there lived a monstrous old tanuki. Everyone in the prefecture was wary of him, so kept their distance, but it was known that his name and... <laughs> it was known that his name... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, what the hell. His uh, name was he, and he had an unbearable look in his eyes. One evening, a group of men were chatting outside. Suddenly, they felt he's gaze and found his bulging eyes fixed on them. One of the men started staring back, crudely imitating him. The Tanuki did not like this at all. He understood, hey. that the, <laughs> he understood that the man was mocking him, and so a staring contest began. Oh, no. <laughs> the old Tanuki opened his bulbous eyes wide, and the man did the same. However, the yokai had an ace up his sleeve, and here you go, Ryan. He was a master of illusion. Yes, illusion. His eyes grew as wide as Japanese bowls, and they were so big they seemed to pop out of his eye sockets. The man couldn't compete with the Tanuki anymore, so beaten and frustrated, the man slunk away. The yeah. next morning, when a friend of the loser came to visit, he found the man had mysteriously died in his sleep. His face was placid, except his eyes were wide open. Oh, oh man, that is... Don't fuck with the that, Tanuki, That dog. is a good ending right there. That's juicy. That's yeah, right? juicy. Gross. I like the part, though, where it was like, a man could not compete anymore. Well, yeah, no shit. You can only open your eyes so <laughs> right, far. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, a disturbing look. It is said in the Kyoto region that a tanuki frightened himself while walking at night in the middle of the city. As he walked quietly, while watching his huge pendulous testicles waltzing to the rhythm of his footsteps... (laughs) That is just dramatic. (laughs) Solid description. He felt suddenly... uh, uh, Okay, yeah, I wrote, he felt suddenly felt... um, Nice. (laughs) He suddenly felt a presence. Maybe a human who can't sleep, or perhaps a monster... (laughs) He <laughs> glanced around but saw nothing. He also looked just as much as at himself. Nothing there. No one could be seen nearby, yet he still felt he was being watched. Lifting his gigantic testicles, he discovered on the ground underneath two big bulging eyes. They were staring at him. Then, in front of him, thousands of eyes appeared. Startled, the Tanuki shouted so loudly that all the inhabitants woke up, and in an instant, the yokai was gone. The next morning, when everyone went to see what had scared the Tanuki, they noticed that there were countless fragments of porcelain scattered across the ground. The light of the city lanterns in the night, uh, in with, good lord, with, <laughs> with the light of the city lanterns in the night, the t- t- Tanuki thought he saw a monster. In reality, it was his own gaze reflected in each fragment of many shattered teacups, making it seem as if a large monster with thousands of eyes was glaring at him. Nice. <laughs> That, I like that that he was scared of another yokai. Like he right, was afraid. Right. He was afraid of a monster, yeah. and he himself. And it, not only that, but he, yeah. We're gonna, not going to go I'm into the logistics of no. I mean stories, that is but. that is pretty cool though. Like the concept of uh, you know him being scared by himself. himself. Right, taking yeah. a look in the mirror, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
that's not that's never a good place you want to go <laughs> <laughs> he was looking too hard these are all tales from you know i hundreds of years ago i didn't have dates specific dates on any of sure. these didn't look into it um but you know as ryan said earlier that it has definitely kind of morphed into different things in the modern area yeah most of these tales all have like a thousand different ways you can tell right them. i mean right. any tale that that's that's that old that is right well the and case. so now the tanuki is actually uh he's more viewed uh i guess as a uh, a, a bringer of luck I guess, yeah. kind of, in a Good way. Good financial fortune. Good financial fortune. Which and, makes sense. I and mean. so, and, and, uh, Josh and I have obviously both seen the statue, but there is a, a particular statue that, like, Japanese um, shops and, and stuff put it out front of their shops or mm-hmm. in their shops, and it's just a tanuki with a straw hat, and he's, you know, smiling. Big he looks belly, real chipper. tail. And giant balls. Giant balls. Yeah, yeah. Balls. no yeah. straight up. And it's and like, it's a symbol, in, like, of yeah. fortune. I gotta see this. Oh, yeah, of course. It would take me two seconds, buddy. Yeah. Um, but, so, furthermore, uh, the Japanese have embraced the popular culture uh, so much as to bring it into, like, video games. Yeah, as, like you mentioned, the Kappa in Mario. Right, sure. right. and so um, there's a handful of video games and different... Uh, film's popular culture that it's been through uh i think first the most mentionable because you already said it mario um the uh the squirrel suit whatever you want to call it the raccoon suit it's a tanuki suit oh and you get the leaf that gives you the power you know that gives you that suit well that is the leaf is that is it it, he actually there's something weird about like a leaf on the top of his head like gives him his powers or like uh, when he puts the leaf on his head, it like triggers his metamorphosis okay. or something, and so that was how they kind of, uh, I guess, uh, translated that in that video game. Very oh, cool. And so it. to give you an uh, even bigger look uh, on the the specs of Mario and Tanuki, it says Nintendo video game Super Mario Bros. Three, Super Mario's 3D Land, Super Mario Bros. Two, and Super Mario 3D World. Mario can wear a Tanuki suit. By doing so, he takes on the appearance of a tanuki and gains the ability to fly, spin his tail to attack enemies, shapeshift into a statue, much like a baka tanuki. The same games also feature the Super Leaf, which gives Mario tanuki ears and tails and allows him to fly and use his tail to attack. Although this form is known as the Raccoon Mario in Super Mario 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World, Mario can only transform into his tanuki form after obtaining a Super Leaf. So they really took that mythology and put it all over Mario. Yeah, Which is awesome. really cool because growing up, uh, you know, we played this game and, you know, me especially in the 80s, in early 90s, Mario was a huge part... <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, part of, you know, my growing up and you just think, man, this shit is so fucking weird. Like, where is this coming from? And then you learn that it's all based on, like, this fucking sweet mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really good folklore, really good stories. And obviously, a it's not coming out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. yeah, which is, I mean, honestly, in my you know, in my imagination, when I was younger, that is exactly what I thought. I'm just like, man, these guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Studio uh, Ghibli, 
They uh, have Pompoko, which features a group of Tanuki who use their shape-shifting powers to defend their habitat against human developers. Okay, I've I seen almost, the movie before. I almost rented it or purchased it just to watch it. In, I haven't you know, watched it. I've seen... I think it's on I, HBO Max. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. I, regardless, I, I, might I, watch that I looked at the trailer and I was like, okay, maybe some other time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was real weird. Uh, um, I mean, I do like Studio Ghibli. They do a lot of good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the second one that I kind of – well, Ryan really was the one that uh, brought it to my attention, and I don't really specifically remember it from my childhood, but it was cool as the Tanuki and Zelda that's beating on his belly. Yeah, which, Link's Awakening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the original Link's Awakening, and they've just recently kind of, like, redone it or mm-hmm. whatever, and they have a – it's more defined because it back in the, you know, pixelated yeah, days, yeah. It, it wasn't really clear. It looks like he's just waving his arms around. Yeah, he's, like, waving his arms around in the old pixelated Yeah. Just yeah. kind of wacky, and, and what then, happens is when you pass him, he actually fucks with you and brings you to the back of, to the start of the forest or whatever, oh, like a trick. Like yeah, a it's trickster. a trick. And okay. so, the, what we had found was this guy was talking about how, like, if you watch, if you go and play Zelda's Link's Awakening now, the remade one for Nintendo Switch, it is very clearly a Tanuki standing in the grass, and he's nice. pounding, swinging his arms, he's swinging his arms, pounding on his belly, nice. and he tricks you and pulls you back out of the forest. So, like, again. The, the myth is there. It's yeah. totally like they got the belly, the trickster part. Like it's totally. And I love the fact that we couldn't, both of us but were does like, he oh, have shit. big balls? Well, mm-hmm. it's a game for kids, Colin? Yeah, so not so, so much. Maybe in the Japanese version. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and the I'm really excited about this one. This one, yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing. This well, was okay. one of the good omens that I took in my research for this whole episode where I was like, man, we were just talking about Animal Crossing. This is really fun. Tom Nook from the original Animal Crossing. Oh, they're all me. They're all Tanookis. And now let me say that one more time. Tom Nook. Nook. Oh, God! It's a fucking Tanuki. And you know what else is really funny? You just said we have a peeping Tanuki. We had a peeping Tom. Peeping Tom Nuke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it even says here, um, a reoccurring character in Animal Crossing video game series is a Tanuki, as well as his two nephews, Timmy and Tommy. The English versions, he's usually described as a raccoon, although the name still alludes to Tanuki. And it says the furniture that these characters sells transforms into leaves for easy oh. transport. Frick me! Yeah, dude. Straight up is Tanuki. Isn't this shit so cool? Oh my god, you're blowing my mind right now. These were the moments where I was like, this is why I I definitely want to talk talk about about this. Um, And furthermore, um, they even, I I watched like a little YouTube video talking about Tanuki and Tomnook. And it was like pointing out how much he's like playing with your money. He's always trying to loan you money yeah, to get your house, and you've always got to pay always, him back. Yeah. yeah. Again, the oh mythology is all. And he starts there. off with like really screwing you on like a huge debt or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that all, yeah. Wow, dude, that is like amazing. Like, <laughs> Colin's like having a fucking I'm whole just, new. <laughs> it just all makes so much We're sense. We're just living now. this Tanuki life, and we have no idea. <laughs> we had no idea. Um, I'm just going to run through these ones yeah, uh, really yeah. quick because they're not quite as yeah. important or whatever. But uh, Inuasha, the anime and mangas, they have Tons a Tanuki character. Tons of anime. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also, One Piece has a running gag that various characters think Tony Tony uh, is a Tanuki, which I have never seen One Piece, so I wouldn't know. I watched a couple seasons, but I didn't get that far. Um, and then there's also a Super NES game, The Legend of Mystical Ninja. 
uh, that is, it's involved with. Um, and then this one was interesting. This one was really interesting to me. Uh, the Japanese version of the American Disney computer animated film Zootopia has a Tanuki as a newscaster character, and the standard release of the film and releases in other countries use a different animal. Okay. Um, there's also like a mobile game Empires and Puzzles that uh, Tanuki is the uh, the Tanuki in those games is like the boss. And then even in Kirby's Dreamland Three, and this is, brings back our good good friends here, the Tanuki's friends Kitsune. So in Kirby Dreamland Three, the bosses uh, Pan and Khan are actually a large Tanuki and a Kitsune. And then you can even order a Tanuki udon or a Kitsune udon, which is a fried tempura batter for the Tanuki, and a Kitsune udon contains fried tofu. So oh. like they have the popular culture has really taken <clears throat> over with Tanuki. And I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I'm surprised I haven't like heard of that or heard any of the tales before or anything. Right. It, and the fact that it's like so hugely a part of video games that we played growing up. Yeah. It, it's yeah. kind of mind blowing. Like the the leaves part in particular. Right. Yeah. Like it, it it almost gave me chills. Right. Like <laughs> the realizing wow, that. that's weird. Oh, yeah. We did miss one, and I apologize for this. Uh, Pokemon, a Zigzagoon is known as being a Tanuki, uh, like because he looks oh, like yeah, a that real. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, and um, the I really just the last one that I had seen, which I know you guys haven't been playing a lot of Smite lately. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but Smite is a game that we all three have played and we enjoy. And uh, one of the newer gods that was released as a playable character is called Banzadudararu. I don't yeah. fucking know, but big old name. He's a Tanuki. No and, shit. Yeah, yeah. He's got. Does he have like, big balls? I, I fucking. I don't. I doubt you it. You know, I feel like they kind of take the big balls like the big maybe it's one of his powers you know i haven't played him yet maybe it's one of his moves um, i mean i gotta say i have a little bit more respect for tom nook now i mean guys guys got balls (laughs) yeah nice (laughs) right uh i will say i kind of looked them up because i was like okay what about tanukis as animals yeah no don't have big balls no. Well, yeah, just no, stretchy I didn't, testicles. I didn't normal, figure normal size balls. Um, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense for the myth. I mean, right. I guess that it's it, it stretches and, yeah. and changes in size. Uh, I kind of wanted to know whether or not they were like endangered or anything like that. Definitely not. And in fact, it says rarely exhibited in zoos. Only two zoos in America. You can go to the Atlanta Georgia Zoo or the Red River Zoo in Fargo, North Dakota. No. Those are the only two zoos that have... <laughs> I don't uh, think I'm going to either of those no, places it, anytime right. soon. It sounds like they're not kept uh, kept as pets, right? Not no, typically. No, no. no, I think they're wild. Yeah. Okay. I think, more. again, they're found as a nuisance. Just like okay, I was going to say, no, rubbish burglars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny because you have this weird dichotomy of, like, all their pests... But they're also a symbol of fortune, right? In a right. Way. Which I mean, uh, don't they do that with fox? Uh, uh, is like we were saying, is kind of viewed as more of yeah, a spiritual. Yeah, you've got both aspects. Yeah. Also, the trickster, right? Um, yeah, and then furthermore, there's a uh, uh, the Hanzo Zoo, Hangzhou Zoo, probably. I don't know how to say that in China. Uh, and River Safari Hanzo in Singapore. Zoo. Uh, have Japanese raccoon dogs, and in the UK, Chewy Valley Animal Park near Bristol. So, like, they're 
people don't even really want these in their zoos or anything. You know what I mean? You know, they're like, yeah, uh, I mean, it's thing. like having a raccoon in your zoo. Yeah, right. Which, I mean, there are some that have the cool raccoons, you know, like, the, what, what, oh, no, I'm thinking the red panda. The red panda. We went over this. <laughs> yeah, you actually, this. you were very, the cool you were raccoons. almost positive that we were talking about red pandas before See, I, had I to was thinking, you know, these are actually, it's a different thing. It's I a was tanuki. thinking about, like, cool raccoons, like raccoons, like, that are just cool. That are just cool. They're chilling they're wearing at the sunglasses. Zoo. Yeah, wearing sunglasses. Maybe one of them smoking a cigarette. One of them's like flipping a coin, like in the cartoons. You know, you right. walk by the cage and you stop to look for a second. And you're like, stop what they're doing. What are you doing over here? Huh? Yeah, what are you, what are you looking, looking at? at huh? Keep it fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sorry. <laughs> that was one cool raccoon. <laughs> Lights a cigarette as you're walking away. Like, damn, man. Oh, cool as that guy. Yeah, that was a cool fucking thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a lot of Yakai out there. This one was the one that uh, Josh, I believe, found, I think, funniest or engageable. Mostly, I just for, fucking, for I, I don't know. Like I said, there were a few things that just kind of fucking, it, it made me really want to do it. So, yeah. yeah well, you know, even old people can uh, appreciate some funny uh, scrotum jokes, right? Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I think everybody can. <laughs> I'd read an article that said it was universal, so it's on the internet. Yeah, we're yeah. definitely not going for like a like a mature mentality audience. I don't feel like on this one. <laughs> I don't know. We talked about crop dusting I mean, turtles. We literally <laughs> talked about dick and fart jokes. I mean, <laughs> damn it, is that what we did? Fuck shit. <sighs> Lowbrow guys. Hey man, keeping it classy. So. In my content farming of this episode, I found a, a really strange website that I found extremely fun. Okay. We like those here. This website is your sauce, sauce source for all things ballsy. Balls in the news, testicular cancer, nuts in history, and more. And so, Josh DeWitt presents... The Ball Report. Or does he? Or does he? That's a good report. Was that it? Yes. That was like, we do the magic music, everybody feels good, we go home? No. Uh, <laughs> where to find four balls in Resident Evil Village. This is the headline for an article to click okay. on at this website. Okay. That's a new one uh, that just I'm, came out. I'm not going to go into it. Um, I just think that it's funny that I mean this. What is this website about? It, it's, it's just video games. But balls. That's the, and that is the first one. And then okay, all right. Uh, pro Overwatch player misses games for emergency testicular cancer. Wait, so this is a, oh, a surgery? A website for ball news that involves video games? That involves anything? Oh, anything. Okay. Prisoner with blue scrotum had domino in his penis. What? Domino. What? I'm going to leave ah. it there. If you want to know about it, go ahead, but I'm not clicking that link. No. Yet. Wow. What? And this has been The Ball Report. I just thought it really fit with the episode, you know? <laughs> Got a theme going on. Yeah, the, the Ball Report. We should bring <laughs> that one back for a good segment later. Oh, I definitely plan on oh, it. We will probably... this, this has got some good well, stuff, hey, baby. I mean, good job, guys. That was a pretty awesome topic. Oh, jeez. Oh, Josh. Good job, buddy. 
Thank you. Guys. No, I mean it's it's pretty freaking funny. Yeah, no, and I'm, we'll probably <laughs> and come I'm back actually to it. kind of interested in it now. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that I'm uh, I, genuinely going to be looking into. We'll probably come back and talk about I, more. Yukai I, as I well. think that we'll definitely yeah. be re re going. There's re-going. too many of them. Re going. Revisiting. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, revisiting I the gotcha. Yukai. Mm. Um, this is Not to Mention Podcast, everybody, as you know. I'm Ryan. I'm Colin. And I'm Josh. Go ahead and check us out on Facebook, YouTube, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, as always, if we aren't supplying our podcast to you in the correct way, let us know. Tell us about it. You can email us at nottomentionpod at gmail.com. Or With any quests, comments, or concerns. Any quests. We yeah, take all we'll the quests. take all your quests. We do not turn quests down. No. We, we, tar- we target those quests and we attack um but yeah as for that have a great weekend everybody and remember big sacks equals big stacks Mm -hmm.